Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. I'm John, and this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look back at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. Kill me now! What are you waiting for? So Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive in some of these '80s and '90s cult action movies, and we're breaking them all the way down. everybody hi hi john hey kevin andrew is with us again yay (laughs) welcome 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 yes glad to have you in atlanta yeah uh and welcome to our listeners on the last of the action heroes podcast network thanks for joining us um and an extra special welcome to our listeners on our og original feed uh yeah we appreciate you guys if you're peeping us on the podcast network um go check out the feed go we got some old schwarzenegger stuff hanging out back there um, other action movies that we just haven't loaded up yet on the network. We've got, you know, we've got some actual, and the pun in, uh, intended here, but some diehard fans. People that oh. listen to us on the weekly. And yeah. I just like to give I'm a one special. Of those people. A, yeah, you are one of those people, and I appreciate you. I want to yeah. give a shout out to <laughs> Tiffany, um, our former co worker at the agency in Houston, who listens on the weekly. She sent me a screenshot of her uh, podcast listening on Spotify. We were like number two or three on her list. Nice. And I was like, hell yeah, that's amazing. So thank you. I'm number two on everyone's list. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Yeah, that's sweet, dude. Yeah, it's awesome. I love that shit. Yeah, me too. Um, But yeah, we're back to talk more about Street Fighter 1994 Jean Claude Van Damme vehicle. Oh, also, we're happy to have a Van Damme podcast joining the network. Hell yeah. Um, so they'll probably at some point talk about Street Fighter also, if they know what's good for them. I need to check them out, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I want to say, like, before we get into the plot, what is your guys' history with this movie? I, w- I think there was a similar level of excitement when Ninja Turtles was coming out. I was oh, so it was you were that amped? I was so pumped about this because I was such a fan of the game. But I remember seeing, like previews and commercials and stuff for it, the trailers and and being very nervous even as a 12 year old i was like oh god are they gonna they're gonna fuck it up aren't they i feel like i was young enough that it didn't matter how good this movie was i was gonna love it in the same way that i loved bob hoskins super mario brothers at mm, the time yeah because this is only the second video game movie ever made i believe right, i think so after super mario brothers which was in and of itself another disaster it was so weird that was such follow. a weird dark movie yeah. i've never seen it it's Ooh, so it's weird bonkers. and dark okay yeah. bob hoskins was drunk the whole time and you can tell yeah <laughs> um, yeah but yeah so i think we saw this in the theater i'm mm-hmm. sure my mom took us on uh, yeah. like a summer vacation i don't remember what this the came out around december this okay. came out around christmas so maybe it was, yeah, a, maybe it was a christmas or, uh, or winter break movie and uh, then I'm sure I rented it five to ten times Prop from same, a blockbuster yeah. at the corner. When this, yeah, when this shit came out, I mean, Street Fighter was my favorite video game that I love to play. So I was super pumped. And when it came out as a, I think I was probably twelve or something, and I fucking loved the movie. 
and oh, it was yeah. like so good, man. And then when Mortal Kombat came out, which I which I didn't really play, I thought like, oh, this is nowhere near as good as Street Fighter. But like, I just love Street Fighter. And then I saw it, I think years later, I was like, Jesus, this thing's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what was I thinking? And now I will look at it again, and I'm like. Actually, it's got its moments. Yeah. I can still appreciate some things that it's trying to do here. It does have its moments. I it, feel like I feel like they gave Mortal Kombat an opening that they yeah. shouldn't have had because Mortal Kombat, the like ninety five or ninety six movie, 95. is what this movie should have been. Agreed. It's more reasonable to think that Street Fighter would have turned out like the Mortal Kombat, movie. which was good. How do you mean, like that type of a plot, like a yeah. tur- like a, a tournament, a tournament, a fighting tournament? in which all of this this slew of characters and Street Fighter would have gotten there first and like kind of owned the hearts and minds and yet they just chose well, not gr- to I do agree. that. I totally agree with that assessment. What's fucked is like, I mean, Van Damme's done three different movies that would have been better Street Fighter movies than this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like exactly. Bloodsport was like mm-hmm. an international tournament of fighters. Like uh-huh. that's exactly what this is supposed to be. In a shadowy underground. Right, yeah. right. And um, Lionheart. Mm-hmm. Lionheart would have been a great, uh, Street Fighter yeah. movie because he's like a defector from the French French Foreign Legion and then he's fighting his way through like the underground fight circuit That's or whatever in America. That's the only one where his nationality makes any sense. Right, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I almost think, I get if you want him to be the lead of this movie, but it, it almost would have worked better if you just invented a new character. Agreed, I had that same thought. A French guy and then you have all the others played by less big stars who are just fucking great martial artists. And then you would have been able to to do a new version of a video game and it wouldn't have mattered. Like, I mean, yeah. they already brought redu- in yeah. and introduced a new character that could have fronted have, the next generation yeah. of Street yeah. Fighter games. And Agreed. then he did that movie, The Quest, which was like... He would have been sued by a, Frank Dukes. <laughs> yeah, Frank Dukes got his, like sued to get his name on the credits as right. like a story by, which is almost the same plot as Bloodsport. Right. But it was a period piece. I'm like, that actually makes... That would work for Street Fighter. Set it sometime in the past because then it's automatically got like a license to be a little different than reality. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they could have said it. They could have even said it like, you know, 50 years ago or something like that. And it still yeah. would have worked. Right. Totally just like, worked. yeah, I think um, the quest was set in the 20s, mm-hmm. maybe or something. And it's just like, yeah, you, you know, you can buy that. Like there's a mystical underground shit going on or something. Yeah, like. absolutely. Yeah. Um, shit. Even even kickboxer was closer to a street fighter movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely was. Yeah. If he had had to fight his way through a bunch of guys to get to Tong Po like one after another, you know, then it would have been the street yeah. fighter movie. Yep. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. D'Souza didn't ask what we, we got, got when sort of we were first... 12 and eight years old, respectively. <laughs> and instead we wound up with, I guess the sort of the first live action GI Joe movie. Yeah, that's is true. This yeah. is, um, but yeah, so I'll, uh, well, do you want to try to catch us up? I can on get, well, happened? nothing much happens. So what happens is that, that, M. Bison, Methuselah Bison, is a <laughs> who's a leader of an army in sh- the country of Shadaloo has had his turf taken over by the Allied Nations, the Street Fighter World's version of UNs, and their forces are being led by Guile. And he's taken 63 hostages and is holding them for ransom for $20 billion, and they have three days to pay up or he's going to kill them, which is, I don't know, oh, fine. Whatever. That's basically yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. There and, was uh, there's Ken and Ryu, and then Ken and Ryu are hucksters who yeah. who um, Guile chooses to be his bait to infiltrate uh, Bison's secret yeah. lair, and, and that's there's the presence of some journalists. Yeah. Know, like, Chun-Li like Zang, any Street Fighter you know, movie. Like a, yeah. We've we've had we've had introduction of about half of the Street Fighter characters, or maybe a little maybe more. I more, think all yeah. of them. Yeah. Maybe all of them have yeah. been introduced by this point, but. 
yeah, so um, that's it. <laughs> that's what yeah. happened. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. There's a lot. It's a lot, but also nothing. Yeah, exactly. Has happened. Fifteen minutes went by like a blur. Yeah, like he's got blur. um. Bison is holding, I guess, Guile's best friend Blanca, mm-hmm. um, and doing who's some another soldier, and he's like, yeah, yeah, trying to turn him into a perfect killer. Yeah. Professor Dalzim is done. yeah turning him into a. A yeah. killing machine. We've shown children um, an actual execution. <laughs> yeah, I think it was right. like that shooting from Vietnam or yeah, whatever. That's, yeah, ooh, that video was terrible. Um, but yeah, so we'll pick up at Bison's lab. Laboratory. His laboratory. Where the experiment on Blanca continues. His muscle mass has been increased by 49%. According to the computer. The computerized voice told us. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look any bigger. No, not at all. And what also doesn't really make any sense is we don't know what the finish line is. Like, it'd be one thing if it was, like, 50% complete. Right. Mm. But this is, like, increased by 50% on your way to 500 or on your way to 70. Just, or just double. We don't know. Like, you know are we doubling I, mean, I guess up? we assume it's going to 100. Is, See, yeah, maybe but, I was thinking of it in the terms of, like, it was 50% more than what it was where he started. Yeah, no, that's what I it guess. means, I think, but we don't know what the finish line is. Yeah. Like, it could be on its way to 1,000%. keep pumping him up. Like, boy, this is going to take a while. Yeah, is he going to be, like, uh, like Juggernaut from the X-Men size? Like, where he's, like, in, yeah, like, 1,000% yeah. body I mean, body in the game, increase. he was sort of the most yoked up dude, right? Like, him or him or uh, Zangief. Well, Blanca's character was, I mean, he's, like, super he hunched over. Yeah, he's hunched, but, but then when he like, early. Hulk up, it's like, oh, damn, this dude's massive. He is supposed yeah. to sort of be Hulk-like, I think. Yeah. Um, and there's a, so, anyway, Dalsim seems very, like, uneasy with what's going on here in the lab, but there's very. this burly goon down there that gets him back on track. Dude fucking looked like Ron Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> totally does. Uh, now... Yeah. Um, anyway. Can we call him Ron Jeremy for the rest <laughs> yeah, of the video? Okay, general, general Ron Jeremy. Yeah, I think that dude's like Corporal, <laughs> Le- Corporal. Lieutenant Ron Jeremy. <laughs> NCO Jeremy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so back at the AN base, there's refugees arriving. Giles pulled up in a Jeep. He's got Ryu and Ken there. He's basically showing them the carnage of what's going on in this country. Giles is saying that uh, Bison's hostages their chance of survival is even less than these refugees. And so he's trying to recruit Ken and Ryu to help him out. Right. Um, they're reluctant to get involved. Gal, Gal tells him basically, you know, ripping off bad guys doesn't make you good guys. Right. Which I like the little bit of whatever poetry there is. Yeah. In that yeah. Of the yeah they've rationalized their, their shit because they were stealing from thieves. You know, though, what's going to endear them to Sagat is not a private meeting with Gal. <laughs> It's true. That's also true. <laughs> they took him away to have a private meeting with Guy, and they came back, and all of a sudden, he wants to be our buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does that say about Sagat? <laughs> he's dumb. Oh no, he's he's proven time and time through this movie, like to be dumb as shit. Yeah. yeah. Um. There's some moments that we'll touch on as we get to. Yeah. Him. And Vega's a mute. We don't think he can <laughs> do anything at all. Um. So, Guile tells him, "No, are you guys the same as Sagat and Bison? Oh, I'm all right, and you're different." I, I, he had his shit together in this scene, I think, JCVD. Mm-hmm. Like, he wasn't, he was in the right, uh, <laughs> his chemicals were he balanced. Yeah, he was, he was at a good balance of whatever he it is that he's drunk on. drunk and high at the same time. Yeah. I do think, though, like I mentioned, I think this is one of the more interesting performances from his heyday. Yeah, like, totally. He's trying to, he's doing things with his voice. I mean, he's trying to become Guile rather than just turning Guile into Van Damme. Right. You know? Um, so Ryu says that they're different, and can we be released now? 
<laughs> he says, the only way you're leaving is over my dead body. With a goofy Van Damme smile. Yeah, Ryu and Ken exchange these uh, confused looks. Took me a long time to appreciate the nature of this movie. It's just like a live action cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good you way know? to look at yeah, it. Yeah, it's got it's a very got the same soap opera sort of dynamic of like the campiness of what's going on. Yeah, like, I don't know if that was intentional, but it, it works. It's got the yeah, it's got just the logic of a Saturday morning cartoon. It's like agreed. You I, have to I, lay I, the things on really thick because you're speaking to children, I guess, or even you're more heavy handed than you probably really need to be because yeah. you you underestimate your audience. I feel like that's especially true in this upcoming bit because this plan is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so cut to the shackled prisoners. They're being loaded into trucks as the uh, ANPA announcers cracking jokes. It's like, what do you do if a bison trooper throws a grenade at you? You pull the pin and throw it back at them. <laughs> yeah, like, they're like, they're like blonde jokes or, you know, back home in Texas, Aggie jokes where uh, like yeah. you, you assume that a bison, like, I don't understand what this was for or who it's, this was for. It's Just very hokey. Eat up time. It, it's yeah. like old fashioned type of, that's the sort of shit that was probably being broadcast on like troop radio during yeah, World like War II. I think, I think or it, something. It, to me, it makes like certain parts of this movie feel a little, a little bit like Starship Troopers in that regard. Oh, yeah. So it's supposed to give it an air of being like, this is happening in a real world and this is what soldiers would be hearing over the PA. And it is like just oh, okay. trying to, it is propaganda to keep your soldiers thinking that they're on the right side. Right. I, exactly. I like that take. Yeah. I appreciate it. Maybe it's smarter than I thought. So they've got all the prisoners chained together, Tango and Cash style. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> Guile and Sagat exchange like barbs as they're loading Sagat onto the truck. This isn't over, Guile. I own this city. And he's like, well, I'm the repo man and you're out of business. It's like, uh. I loved Vega's hair toss. He like tosses he his ponytail it? like over his shoulder. He's such I was a like, mi- what the fuck? He's such a mimbo. It's so funny. Pretty boy. Uh, now... Ryu and Ken, Ryu and Ken, they start arguing very loudly, pushing and shoving each other. As the AN soldiers come in to separate them, uh, Ryu has snagged the keys off of one of the guys uh-huh. in the confusion. That's slick. Once they're on the truck, they unshackle themselves. Sagat says, you know, we can help you to escape the city if you give me the keys. I love West Duty. He was like, oh, yeah. this scene was good. Yeah. Ryu. Ryu. Give me the keys. <laughs> no. <laughs> I I did research on Studi. So he grew. He's a life story to like rival Schwarzenegger's type of thing. That's he grew cool. up speaking only Cherokee. That's amazing. Like in Oklahoma. Um, he was a Vietnam War vet. That I, I knew the Vietnam bit. He started acting and became an activist. Like after he got home from Vietnam. And he became an A-lister. And he's like doing scenes with Pacino and. Daniel Day-Lewis and Raul Julia and stuff. It's like amazing. That's pretty wild. I had no idea. Yeah, that's just so cool to me. Like, I feel like that things like that can happen just blow my mind. Like, you weren't supposed to be here. Like, Schwarzenegger, you're not supposed to be the most famous person in the world, dude. (laughs) Like, you're just like some some dude from Austria. Your dad was like kind of a Nazi, I think, or a collaborator or something. Um, yeah, it's wild. I'll edit that out too. I don't want no. Schwarzenegger to be mad oh. at me. If it's, yeah. I got, I'll have to research and make sure that's properly true. Well, he I talked, think his he dad talked, was he, on the wrong he, side. He talked about how like after everything's over, he remembered his dad like being broken, a broken man, like drank yes. himself yeah. because, because he was, he was so, on the wrong side of history yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. That he was just a broken shell. Like, and then all those men were, they were all just destroyed because their whole world had shattered and they were all depressed because they were on, they were on the wrong side. Yeah. All right then. Leave it for, in. Yeah, yeah, no, leave it. It stays. It stays in. 
That's um, an amazing speech that he gave after the January sixth. You're 6th right. Stuff. You're right. He said, "Don't be like these guys. Yeah. Like you don't want to be like you don't want to be like them." Yeah. So now they, uh, Ken, I think, or Ryu tosses the keys over to Saga. Mm-hmm. Guile and Cammy are up in the office, like seemingly waiting for something to happen. <laughs> Guile's <laughs> conspicuously checking his watch. Well, I mean, are we are meant to know, right, that this is all a ruse? The audience is already in on it. Yeah, I, I think. I right? think so. Assuming that there's a plan in motion, whether it's to let like all of them go in a plan to like watch them go. Right. We're thinking. I don't, whatever, I don't know if we know what's about to happen. Okay, we don't know what with, the plan is, but we know yeah, that there's there is something in motion. Giles got something cooking here. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that works for me. Um, as a guard comes to unlock the truck, Ryu kicks the gate open, knocks the guard into a pyramid of empty barrels. Yeah. <laughs> that they got. That's some proper video game shit yeah, it right is. there. Um, Ryu and Vega, they hop out, they beat up a couple of dudes, c- take control of the truck, with, along with some random third guy. Right. I think who has his, who has his CDL. <laughs> like, somebody who could actually drive it. I feel like this would have been the opportunity for them to beat up a car if they were going to do it. Yeah. Like, the little inter- interruption moment that, that was like halfway so through awesome. the bonus levels. They never like, went to the barrel factory either yeah. to just... Bust well, barrels. Well, they off. hit some. They ran into some barrels. Maybe yeah. they could have thrown some. This this was the time to take advantage of those bonus levels. I agree. That's amazing. Okay, so they they crank out the truck, drive out of there amidst all sorts of gunfire and scattering soldiers. So is it real gunfire, or not? Everyone seems to know what the plan is. You can't spread that plan too far and wide. Right. And get exactly. back to them. I, They've already been infiltrated. A and yeah. headquarters been infiltrated once, like that day. <laughs> yeah, it's not like they're not running that tight of a ship. I right. guess. Guile doesn't have too much to lose here, though, because if like if he, he goes wrong, if he goes wrong, then he's just shot Sagat, who he didn't like anyway, right. and who was a criminal. Okay. So no big deal. I'm no big it. loss. I assume that it that they're real bullets because T Hawk stops everyone else from firing. Yeah, he does later like, on. That's oh, why I'm like yeah. saying. That's why I'm saying. Well, not everyone's in on this plan. Right. Right. But I was wondering if the initial burst of gunfire is part of the. It doesn't um, really matter. Yeah, no yeah. one's. It's like an A team. None of this. No one gets here. It's real. No. <laughs> so T Hawk jumps on the back of the truck, but Ken uh, Ken grabs his gun away from him and knocks him out. So that was clearly like the transfer of a gun with blanks or whatever. And mm-hmm. Chun Li and her film crew they arrive. They start filming this shit. Gao comes running out and exchanging gunfire with Ken. Other soldiers, as you mentioned, right. they get ready to fire. T Hawk stops them, saying they're going to hit Guile. If they shoot, which that's a clever bit of writing because it kind of works both ways. Like, yeah, no, right. no, you'll hit the colonel or whatever. Um, it raises the question, though. Yeah, it's dangerous to not have all of the soldiers. And there's in on there's the some question here. whether T Hawk's in on it. I assume that you're right that the gun going, but he seems he sells that line. He's a yeah. good actor for a soldier. <laughs> you know T Hawk. Yeah, he did it. Thawk nails Thawk. it. Ken shoots Guile, and everything goes silent. Mm-hmm. A couple of shots to the gut. Somehow Sagat... He's nodding in approval, although he couldn't have possibly seen it. Couldn't have seen it. (laughs) He's sitting in the back of the truck. Not a chance. Yeah. Uh, Chun-Li then acrobatically and very conspicuously plants a tracking device on the truck. She did like a somersault. Yeah, a somersault and flings the beeping thing (laughs) through the air. Those big old pleated khakis. She's doing gymnastics. Completely unnecessary. She needed the the purchase to move around. Baggy baggy Meg Ryan pants. (laughs) The prisoners cheer... As the escape is successful, now there's a lot more gunfire, which made me think, are these real guys shooting real bullets, or what's happening here? I guess it's not the end of the world if if a couple of prisoners do get hit. Yeah, we don't care. And it how helps is, it, how is it the whole military going to let a single truck 
drive off. Well, we've already talked about how cash-strapped the AN is. They couldn't spare the vehicle to go get these guys. Yeah. They don't have a bazooka. I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't give chase. They just let him go. let him go. Like, oh. Maybe it's because they were all so shocked, the ones not in on the plan, that Guile's dead. Guile's Guile's the only one who can give orders. He's the only one with any authority. That's right. Yeah, the medics come in, they attend to Guile, and declare he's already dead, which... Two shots to the gut would not kill you immediately. You'd like, I wouldn't think so. Even without medical attention, I feel like you'd live an hour or two, maybe. Yeah. Until you like it's supposed pass to be like, like a really painful and yeah. brutal way to die. It's, yep. it's not. You're not going to bleed out. Maybe they hit you right in the liver or something. But yeah. Gunshot. The medics. They but the medics made no effort to even like well, revive him or anything. They just took yeah. a pulse and shook their heads no and pulled a shield. He's already him. dead. Already dead. There's nothing we can do. <laughs> <laughs> Back at Bison's lair, he's showcasing his model for Bisonopolis. Oh, Jesus. The wonder of the new world, he calls it. This is the Mall of America. That's amazing. He makes this joke about adding a larger food court. It's because a mall. It's because a mall. even dictators love capitalism. He's like, all the major, all the major franchises are going to want in. Totally. Says. Is yeah. the theory that his whole city will be in a single building? That's also, what it seems like. Sick branding. It's the skull wings. It was the skull yeah. with wings and then a bunch of like skyscrapers and yeah. stuff behind it. Um, yeah. At this moment, Chun-Li appears on TV with a GNT breaking news alert. Colonel Guile is dead at the hands of Sagat. There was more great work from uh, Ming-Na Wen. Like, yeah. She did a good job in all her scenes. I feel like she didn't realize that she was in a shitty movie. Like she was, after. She was delivering the goods. You, with your news experience, like... They wouldn't necessarily put this story out there like immediately, right? Like um, somebody would yeah, try I don't know and how long keep it's the been, kibosh yeah, on that until it was like approved by military brass or somebody to say like it's okay for you to share this. I do think really so. Critical yeah. news, right? Um, it's a tricky thing because I guess they were eyewitnesses, so they might know that he's dead even if the military hadn't announced it yet. Uh, okay, I, I but would, they'd also be li- likely to get like booted out of having access. Yeah, inside a and headquarters. Well, you can guarantee that they just watched the general die and immediately just shared it with the world. If like Bison had killed Guile, he would have probably done like Al Qaeda or those guys and immediately put yeah. on the news, like taking responsibility oh, for the facts. attack. Yeah, so yeah. it doesn't seem responsible for the journalists to just announce that the opposing peace military force is now rudderless, unless it is That's part of, idea. unless it is part of a. A plan yeah. of some kind. Which, oh yeah, yeah, maybe they're like, yeah, you can go live with it. We need him to know about it. Uh, okay, yeah. maybe. That makes sense. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, of, they probably did too. give her the green light. We have to think too much about why this is okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's because there's no tournament happening. There's a lot of other shit we have to sift through. So this was amazing. DJ starts to celebrate. That's great news, General! And uh, Bison says, on the contrary, I mourn. He's like, oh, okay. Oh, that's fine. I feel like this is another missed opportunity, too, because now DJ could have done some kick-ass dance moves right now. A little celebration uh-huh. dance? Again, celebration. Yep. And he does not. I like DJ does the most that he can, I think, with what he's given, which is very little. But he's yep. just a comic relief character Yep, is what he's relegated to. Um, Bison said, you know, he'd hoped to have met Guile in combat to snap his spine. <laughs> Shit. That's okay. how war works. Yeah. <laughs> then he goes on this sort of over the top, like a truck. It's like a soliloquy. Like a speech. Why do they call me a warlord and mad? All I want to do is create the perfect genetic soldier. 
So yeah, that's no, that's madman talking. Yeah, dude. no, that's that's it. <laughs> that sounds like. Hitler. I mean, a madman would probably be confused about why he's being considered oh, yeah. a madman for his weird, twisted. No, logic. it works because he believes in the righteousness of whatever it is that the he's trying to do. Righteousness of superhuman here. monsters. No, just like Hitler, though. It's like we want we want the Ubermensch. Yeah. That's what we want. Yeah, he's the, green and he orange. says. He says he wants his army to sweep over the entire globe until the world is in the loving grip of the Pax Bisonica. <laughs> it's like fucking huh? awesome. I mean, that's like uh, amazing work from Julia, though. I love, I love watching him work. I love he knows he's a talented man. He's a smart man. He knows how stupid this is. Yeah, yeah but and he's, yet still he's still in it. He shows up. Wasn't it shit that in, he said he he was happy to do it because his kids love his kids love Street, Street Fighter. Fighter? Oh, okay, that's killer. I yeah, he's like, he took the role because his kids love Street Fighter so much, and he's yeah. like, sweet. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it, and my kids will like love. <laughs> and this. I don't know how long I'm going to live. So yeah, it's my parting yeah, gift to them. Ooh. Then he says, you know, peace will reign over the world and everyone will bow down to me. Sounds good. That's how peace works is. Zangief, so I've heard. <laughs> Zangief awesome. has been reduced to tears. He's moved. <laughs> peace Christ is so beautiful. Yeah. To me, this scene strikes the perfect tone of mm-hmm. what this movie should be yeah. doing. It's just leaning into the campiness of it all. Yeah, Agreed. I think so. You know, like lean into the comedy and and yeah, let your actors fucking act and like take the shit way too That's seriously. That's why I think it's like D'Souza... Again, he knows what's up, and he knows like that Raul Julia's the balls. So he's like, yeah. just, yes. I'm gonna." He's like, "Man, I trust you. You just do your thing." When I was watching, I was reminded of Last Action Hero because I feel like it's sort of like it's an action movie for kids, and for adults, it's more of a comedy, like yeah, a, a, a spoof of like yeah. how how bizarre all of this is. I feel like this. Uh, having been a part of the last action hero episodes yeah. of six degrees of short sitting I feel like this, you know, we talked about how the meta comedy and some of that stuff hadn't quite been figured out yet. I feel like mm-hmm. this gets a little bit closer. Yeah. It's still not there. It's like an in Yeah. It's, it's, you know, there's a lot of shit happening that yeah. you're like, it's tongue in cheek firmly. Yep. So back at AN headquarters, Chunli and company, they're tracking Sagat's truck and they realize that there's must be another tracking device on the truck. That's interfering with our signal. Yeah, right? Huh? Balrog analyzes the signal, concludes that it's transmitting back to AN headquarters. That's He turned one knob, and he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. At first, that what? This is is not how any of this shit works. (laughs) There is more computer programming and uh, computer science in this movie than there is street fighting. (laughs) Honda, Honda says, here... But that doesn't make any sense. What? On the contrary, that's literally the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. Where else would it be? Who else would have had a tracker on this truck other than someone in this base? Like, it just doesn't anyway. Now, we got T-Hawks there. He's banging on the side of the van telling him it's time for them to clear out. Right. Uh, There's just constant these sight gags about how big and fat Honda is. Yeah. Throughout the movie, there was one here like he's squeaking he's squeezing past balrog and balrog's like oh there's not room for two of us in this truck or whatever um but he's not that big of he wasn't that big no. of a dude Mm-mm. i don't and, know and i mean like an adult's view of sumo wrestlers is not that they are fat but they are like big that, right like a like, few that differently they're tall and yeah just yeah. like they're like huge muscles and, and yeah. extra weight yeah they'd be like playing your linemen or right. whatever there's this prominent 
placement of the Shadowloof on $25 a day, like guidebook. It's just like weird. This is like the prop department having fun, I guess. Yeah. What, what kind of weird props will we have? How in much did that it cost? Close, yeah. it got, it's, it's weird for a prop to get a close-up. Uh-huh. But this one did. So Honda drives off in the truck as Chun-Li is changing into this ninja attire. Or ninja leotard. Yeah, she said she's going to get to the bottom of this. Her clothing change was instantaneous. Oh, yeah. Like, Honda sat down, cranked the truck up, cut to a different angle, and she has changed clothes. <laughs> like Superman in a phone booth. Exactly. Yeah. She says, I'm going to find out who's playing games with us. What? This has nothing to do with... No one's playing Not games with you. With you. Yeah. Yeah, why are you taking what this so personally? Yeah. She's, yeah, she's going to meet up with them at some place called the Thieves Market. What? Honda says, it's clear, go, as they're pulling up to the security checkpoint. <laughs> Like in broad daylight, she's the worst. <laughs> she's the worst ninja. But I would like to point out that ninjas, I believe, are Japanese. Yeah, and Chun Li traditionally is Chinese, which explains why uh-huh. she's a bad ninja. Yeah, um, that, yeah. I think Frank Dukes claimed to be a ninja. Yeah, didn't he? Like it. it I guess Frank anyone Dukes claimed can, a lot of things. Anyone can train ninjutsu. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily. Yeah, she's not a. His was, it was, his was, it was like Dutch Ryu ninjutsu was his yeah. thing but i don't think and i don't think the character Chun Li from the game is not a ninja right she's no. probably doing kung fu no, yeah, yeah exactly and um, she's uh she's chinese and they've got her dressed in ninja gear but i don't know that she's ever claimed to be a ninja no she gets her real outfit later from bison later he's got it just in his chambers <laughs> i want to dress her up is what he said <laughs> <laughs> what so chun lee springs through the hatch in the roof as they're stopped at the security gate surrounded by uh right security officers in broad daylight yep she she hops up onto some scaffolding or something that was above like a signage she climbs off it's a fucking miracle she wasn't seen <laughs> Or yeah. they saw her and just let her right in. Yeah, they're like, it's fine, She's whatever. Hot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ninjas, nice we got leotard. <laughs> Chun-Li breaks into the main AN building. She uses some sort of device that she's got that leads her to the AN tracking setup where they're also tracking the movement of Sagat's truck. Right. Yeah. What the fuck is that device supposed to be? Is that a thing that would actually exist? It's a tracker tracker. Stud right. finder. I, know, yeah, I don't know. It's a what? <laughs> Stud finder. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it was just like... <laughs> it was reverse a, radio. It was a plot device. <laughs> Tricorder. Any number of devices. So she says to no one in particular, another homing device. <laughs> it's like, shouldn't you be trying to stay quiet? <laughs> just talking out loud. And, just and talking and, out loud to no one? I also think that that's just not true. A homing device would be on the thing that's being... Like, it's sending out the beacon, right? You right. Have yeah, like a the receiver. homing device is what's on the truck yeah I guess. so unless yet unless there's like a just a collection of homing devices in a box none of us can be sure so now she notices there's a body uh that's covered in a sheet because she's she's worked her way down into the morgue right or whatever where that's they where keep they the keep, homing device that's where they keep the homing device obviously guile's got one in his butt maybe <laughs> <laughs> she uncovers this corpse it's guile of course that's a fucking weird thing for her to do just oh, want a to body. want to see I just the want body. To see it. I mean, I assume she probably knew it would be Guile. But why would she want to see the but body? Yeah, I want to see that body. Know, see that she body. loves him. But this, I don't, maybe. This, this the same, I don't know, funerals are weird. Like wanting to see, see a body. It's a, yeah. It was a weird move. What's maybe stranger is that Guile is laying it, under a sheet in the and morgue. he's not dead. <laughs> not That's dead. what I was going to say. It's not as weird as the fact that Guile's not dead. Mm-hmm. When she went to go cover him up, back with the sheet he sits up scaring her so he's just been lying down there with a sheet over him for no goddamn reason by himself what if he was down there and then heard her coming or something 
And then like, guy should have hidden elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, yeah. Who the fuck knows? That's we'll go with that. Cause there, there's some degree of yeah. logic to what and you said. And there's something wrong with her too, for being able to like, look at his body up close and not realize that he is dead until after yeah. he gives it away. Not discolored at all or anything else. <laughs> yeah. Not cold. He's still warm. Yeah. <laughs> breathing. So he opens his shirt up to reveal that he was wearing squibs. What Which I want to know is like, why, why has he been wearing the squibs for that long? It's yeah. like you haven't taken the fucking squibs off yourself yet. Maybe he likes yet? the way they feel. They're like squishy <laughs> on his abs. I feel like <laughs> he's been laying there for hours with the squibs still like under his shirt. It's just it's weird. Very he, hasn't, not, he hasn't changed clothes or anything. Yeah, it's yeah. not even like a Romeo and Juliet type situation where he like takes a thing that makes him sleep deeply and like pretend to be dead. He sure. was fake shot. Yep. You get right up from that. Yep. So she quickly deduces that this whole escape must have been staged and that Ryu and Ken no are, are working Chun-Li. for you, whatever. T-Hawk emerges from the shadows to take her into custody. Chun-Li says, you know, she's not here as a reporter, but because she wants to stop Bison. She cryptically says it's taken her 20 years to get this close for some reason. Which, that's pretty shitty of her. This, this is... 20 years of chasing him and you've never gotten many, never managed to get close to him before. Yeah. So I mean, this is the like one storyline that actually kind of aligns uh, to the game with the game's oh, story. Is that what Chun-Li's background is? Yeah. yeah. But so, not a news reporter or is she? No, she's an Interpol agent yeah. according to the plot really? of the story. So mm-hmm. I like, I feel pretty terrible that they like, Maybe reduced her. They they didn't think journalist. it would be they, reasonable. They, they, they April O'Neilled her. Is yeah, what they, they April O'Neilled her. Yes, exactly. Um, but like, yeah, her like Bison came into her town, killed her dad in like a very. Uh, um, okay, so that is like mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, this felt That's like war. That's canon. Yeah. As I'm watching it, I felt like this. The Chun Li storyline is one of the only things that to me felt like. I bet this was in the original. Yeah, drafts. Yeah. It makes yeah. it makes some sense. Because it's actually there's a logic to this storyline. It's in it was in the like the her backstory that's included like her dossier in the instruction in the, manual. Yeah, you were, you were okay. a dork like me and read the little booklet. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. I love that shit. So wait, was like, what was her awesome. little story if she won the game? Like what was um, her she post? Would, she would get revenge. Yeah. Is like that she, what it would she, say? She, like she's gotten revenge and now she's gonna go live in peace or I, some I shit? I remember seeing like the closing for her and having her walk off kind of into the sunset yeah. after I'd played through it on super easy mode so I could get to the end. Okay. And it was basically like she's, she's yeah, she felt like her mission. She felt like resolution that she had gotten revenge. Is that what you remember? Yeah, that's too? what I remember as well. Cool. So yeah, she says uh basically that she's been working for twenty years to get close to bison. They're dragging her away, and Guile says to her this isn't about your personal vendetta. And the room empties, and to no one in particular, Guile says, it's about mine. That's fucked up. And we, it's, a, it's a fucking cartoon. Yeah, but it's still I mean, fucked up. Also, this a lot is going to get lost. It's going to get lost in the chaos of the movie later, but they never reveal like what his vendetta with Bison is. I guess it's I guess Charlie. it's Charlie's there. That's the only thing that we get. I guess so, and but he doesn't got- know that Charlie's not going to be safe. Wait, well, I don't know. He I seems felt, to suggest that he's carrying that personal vendetta longer okay. than Bison has had Charlie, but that's yeah, all we get. Yeah, it sounds like it goes way back, but I guess maybe it is a vendetta from the past 24 maybe hours. Maybe he was a jilted but lover. I I mm. seem to sort of remember that that Blanca the monster was not Guile's friend Charlie. No. And that in in there's no, a there's, there's like a prequel game where you actually get I think to fight as Charlie. Didn't he somehow get um, transformed yeah, like that, electric eels or some shit? Yeah, but he was, into his he was like a swamp thing that lived yeah, in the exactly. jungles of Brazil. But that, that Guile did want vengeance against Bison for killing his friend Charlie. 
That, who is a soldier? That aligns. That's that's in the game. Oh, yeah. that's a thing. Yeah, Street Fighter Alpha has Charlie. Yeah. It's a later game, but it's a prequel. It's to, a prequel game. Okay. for some reason, right. I, I, I feel I, really nerdy for knowing my, that. My, whatever. My, you're, my you're, you're in good company, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my knowledge like extends to what I know from Street Fighter Two on Sega Genesis. <laughs> like, I don't really know the other, but I'm happy to learn more. Yeah, it's like, I mean, but it's like some of this stuff, yeah, so I think he, that they were just met, kind of combining things. Capcom probably told him, and he's like, I'm going to merge these two things into one yeah. thing. Potentially. Yeah. Okay. There's an entire Street Fighter wiki. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah it's it worth is, poking it's around in, on It's there. worth diving into. It's, it's, like a, it's like Star Wars level lore. <laughs> it really is. So, as T-Hawk and Cammy are escorting Chun-Li to wherever it is that they'd be taking her, Chun-Li escapes and dives out a window. Uh-huh. This, she just dove out a fucking window. Yeah. There's no way of knowing what's on the other side of that window. It's like fucking what's-his-name in, in uh, Passenger yeah, 57. Yeah, it, uh, it was Charles Rain. He just <laughs> went out the window, man. Holy yeah. shit. Like, I mean... Assuming she does know what floor she uh, she's on, she knows she's not on the ground floor. Right. It was just dumb luck. There was a truck right outside the window for her to land on top of. It doesn't seem like anything's more than two stories in this little military complex. Yeah. No, they but have, like though, that's so very like, likely to fuck you. I read up. That, yeah. that 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 building was a piece of shit and gave them all <laughs> kinds of issues with filming. But um, oh really? Yeah. That that it was like was it pre-existing or they built it? It was essentially falling apart and it existed and then it like flooded and leaked during rainstorms which were frequent and, and they then, had power outages and then during, right they had power outages and then during the day when like at the daytime that the sun fucked around because there were so many holes in the roof and shit and that like <laughs> light would just be streaming through windows and then it was miserable but anyway yeah i think i think the thailand government sort of made promises to the production team that they couldn't deliver on about how well you'll be taken care of here in thailand it sounds too like they didn't have a whole ton of time to scout it out right no they, they just had they, to take what they, they could get oh, they, there was right. like a there was like a civil war happening in Myanmar at the time. Oh, like oh really? Right next door. That's why. Yeah. That's why they. Had I mean, there's have, been a civil war going on there for like 50 years. Or something. Well, they they couldn't fly helicopters in the movie. Because, oh, is that why? Because of the, the military shit. actually needed them. Yeah. Or was it just oh, unsafe? I think they were thinking it was unsafe for them to they do. They get shot down. And that's why they Ooh. had to switch to boats. That's why okay. Kyle says oh, we can't come in by the air. We have to go in <laughs> in boats. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So she's out the window. Uh, T-Hawk says, what a screw up. And then Gao runs up and says, what a woman. Uh, Which is like, he's in love. Yeah, he's I'm telling you, man, he, he's, got, he's got it for her and she's got it for him. Yeah, they, there's a true. mutual uh, thing true. going on with those two. She's hot. I think that wraps us up, though, for uh, chapter two of Street Fighter. Well, it went by so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even know it. We didn't even know it happened, you guys. But um, we will be back with a whole lot more fucking cocaine-fueled mayhem. Woo! On this movie. Uh, and a movie to discuss. It's about <laughs> Nice. Um, so, yeah, we will see you next week. Ciao. We'll be back. Ciao.